welcome to Critical Ditto, the Pokemon role-playing podcast made by us, provided to you. Uh, my name is Stuart. I, I am running the game tonight, just wanted to clarify, but it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough running a game. It's a lot of, a lot of weight on your shoulders, and it, it's, it, it's a back... It's a back burner, and my back is in pain. I'm visiting the chiropractor today. There it is. There it is. Yeah, we got this. That took a while. <laughs> this is kind of how it works. Being um, able to watch Stu move in concentric circles through <laughs> his own brain is truly <laughs> one of life's you know what? great Now that pleasures. I have landed here in the chiropractor, I'm actually really happy because I, I genuinely, I cannot possibly work out how Tom can misconstrue a pun out of chiropractor. <laughs> But but hey, oh, he we'll will. see. We will see because oh, first, the odd now. Uh, I mean, I, I've obviously had my treatment, feeling great. But I can see on the waiting bench is uh, is Alistair Hill. So uh, tell me, Ali, a bit about about you and the character you're playing and your back. I guess I suffer serious lumbar pain. But fortunately, I'm about to be seen by my uh, specialist chiropractor, Kenny Mullet, who's going to save me using poker powers. Ooh. I guess that's because that's, mm, that's how he's specialist. Yeah, it's it's homeopathic adjacent poker powers. Well, what he's actually doing is is on a quest to find out more about those weird poker powers. He's got his assistants with him, his Pokemon in his Pokemon team. His we've assistants. got <laughs> we've got uh, Decidueye called Bowtie, Gyarados called Mustache, Salandit called Hoops, a Honchkrow called Fedora, a Kamoa called King Thrush, a Galvantula called Fleek, and a Spiritomb called Swirly and someone has just come into the waiting room and said hello uh next i have an appointment for david leavesley is there a david leavesley here hi yeah i actually i just wanted to get some um i, I accidentally threw my back out hiding all the egyptian props because i knew that tom dale was going to come in here and try and be a cairo practice <laughs> so i actually um <laughs> so i had to do quite a lot of um there's a lot of shuffling that i had You've to given do tom and it way has... too much credit way too much credit <laughs> yeah i had nothing so. and i'm the <laughs> farmer for the cairo tractor there was coming along <laughs> but um as a result it made it very difficult for me to carry this podcast on my back as i do every other week playing <laughs> theo the sardonic priest of the church of Sloking. and on theo's team there is a medicham a swadloon and inexplicably an evolved kabuto but we move. A Togekiss, a Barbarical, and Jason the Combi. Seems like Tom Dale's here as well. Tom, what have you? What are you doing here? Well, I'm just there's a so we've got we're in the chiropractors and uh, and actually yep, we're, we're we in the. I'm just thinking about uh, Byros and that's that was a get of uh, there's mm. a uh, ow ow oh no. In trying to come up with a pun, I've actually really hurt my back. Oh, thank God, I'm in the chiropractors. Um, I just, uh, I need help from the specialists. And the specialists are, in fact, the character of Brandy, who is and now on a quest to get her dad to not be a Celio anymore. On her team, she has Wimpy the Lopany. She has Gary the Skaroopy. She has Snorleoni the Munchlax. Dr. Bunnelby the Bunnelby. She has Lightning McQueen the Carcoal and Flower the Meltan. Oh, my back really hurts. Actually, none of them are actually qualified. Who, who runs this office? Where did they go? That's me, Dr. Spine. Oh, Dr. Spine. Thank God. Hi. <laughs> That's on the nose, isn't it? Oh, no, it's on the back. No, it's on the back. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what really offends me? What, Dr. Spine? Tell us. Having to turn my neck all the way around 360 degrees to find out what happened last time. Why are you turning back round to the same position? Right? Yeah, because surely you're just seeing not what happened. No, no, I caught a glimpse. I caught a glimpse of what happened last time. Oh, <laughs> right, so you could, you could <laughs> oh, only see it in passing. And then report right. back to and us. Then, and then I would tell you once I'd completed the owl-like movement, yes. I'm so sorry. I, I'm so sorry I misunderstood that very clear analogy. Let me just re-emphasise. Doctor Spine. 
Doctor Spine, the Al Chiropractor. Yeah, we're all yes. there. We're all. Yes. We've all got that image. Good. He's a doctor of philosophy. I've just seen a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't it's not judge a real me. Degree. <laughs> it's from the University of College. What? <laughs> Previously on Critical Ditto. We laughed. The tombs are gone. Tallahassee with, with Freyd the Rorick. Can someone please tell me where the warden of the prison is? She, she didn't make it. She didn't oh. make it. She didn't make it in. You just said there's no leader here, but last time I checked, there's a general in town. Frey took the tome. She also commandeered the ship with the other two. We're basically in the infirmary wing of the core. There's a fourth bed with Barry also behind the curtain. Kenny, when you look at Brandy, she's got these two crutches next to her. It looks like she's making moves to leave. Theo is lying in the other bed, facing the wall, and Theo has not said a single word. Kenny just goes up and puts their hand on Theo's shoulder. You saved my sister's life. I feel like I don't want to make any choices. She was in Dora's bedroom, and I was powerless. You, powerless. That's a good one, Kenny. Me? Couldn't do anything. You two are a good team, but I don't think I add anything to this team. Okay, Frey offered me a home, and I said no because of the two of you. Then don't you dare leave. And then you hear a, you hear a voice from the fourth bed. You think you can stop Frey? Helsing failed. The poker powers will win. They will overthrow us. They will destroy the humans. You've given up. Good for you. I've not. Uh, if you are feeling up to it, we are going to go and have a big old conflag. Kenny, whatever you want to do, I will follow you. Sloking decided from the moment they appeared to one of us and not to the other one. Sorry, when was the last time you chatted to Sloking? Oh, he probably missed it while you were busy deciding to throw the whole of human history away to reclaim your bloody father. Brandy takes the crutches and leaves. I guess you guys kind of sum up where your characters were at by the end of the episode because I don't want to I don't want to speak for you here and it was quite it was delicate Kenny you go, you go first well I think Kenny his head's a bit all over the place because mm. we've he's got a very sort of apathetic Theo that seems to have very much given up Kenny's just about holding on at the moment but more because I think he think he realizes that Theo yeah. is isn't and Brandy is on the cusp of not Yeah, I went into the episode knowing that Theo is in the place of not knowing what their purpose is at this point. But what I found interesting in doing the episode is that the thing that I noticed about the three of us is that in this last season both Brandy and Kenny have now made choices that put family and loved ones first and Theo's greater good target has been entirely thrown aside by these people mm. who have made like very personal emotional choices whether that was for Dora or for or for Leo and I think that Theo is just very bored of emotion at this stage in the game I think it's that combination of not knowing what their purpose is but also feeling like they don't understand why other people's purposes matter which brings us on to Brandy she was both annoyed by Kenny's pep which seemed to Brandy patronizing in a way in that she's she felt like she's obviously not nearly as powerful as Kenny and so 
isn't on the radar. But then Theo went on the other end of the spectrum was she got annoyed that Theo was relinquishing their power to make decisions and to do that at the same time, causing probably the biggest conflict then. Brandy's in a space where she doesn't know what she offers, I suppose. Okay, well, I think I would like to start with Brandy. So let's just place ourselves back where we are in the core. We've just been exploring this processing chamber, which I think we described in the vignette last time as being wrecked, timber, shattered, debris, the wreckage of even the Battle of Warden Vipen's gym spilling into this huge processing chamber, massive fires just about extinguished, smoke rising. And Brandy, you have stormed out of the medical wing, slammed that door and made your way somewhere in this mess. Where have you found yourself? I think Brandy slammed the door. Let go of the doorknob. Then yeah, I let go of the doorknob. Moved her arm away from the doorknob down to her side. Oh, you know what? Just then turned her I head didn't to the left. Love you guys so much. I would. Then just started hate walking. This <laughs> I did not start walking actually. We've reached uh, the interesting bit. Here Brandy, we go. Brandy and she leant against it and sighed, and then someone opened it from the other side, and she fell backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, you really must try to have a plated moment here. <laughs> Are you Come reading on. what's in front of me? I made a full note about this. No, I think she just has that moment where she has to breathe for a second because it was a very intense moment with Theo, and I think she doesn't leave the core. She doesn't know where she would go. If she leaves the core, she's kind of stormed out in that way where you're like, oh, I don't really have anywhere to go. I sort of stormed out more just for effect. effect. And yeah. now I don't really know where to go. So instead, she uh, goes to Warden Vipen's office. Oh, so up above the processing chamber, that office that overlooks almost the entirety of the prison. Was there not a, like a meeting about to happen or something? I think there was a meeting definitely about to happen, but I, I would like to imagine that, as you say, maybe General they're not Phillips start or Jockey... The, they're not going to start without the main characters. Come on, guys. No, 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 of course. <laughs> they're all just stood there still, still. <laughs> and as soon as we enter, they animate Our again. cannot activate <laughs> yeah. until they walk through this door. Um, <laughs> I would imagine Jockey or, or General Phillips, whoever... I think there are a couple of poker well, pals who can go team, with maybe. Frey. The basketball team. There's definitely enough. It's a ragtag group. Yeah, there's a, rag, a ragtag group of extraneous bodies who could be helping with the clear-up effort. I think Vlad actually lifts the timber that allows you to get into the office. Brandy, yeah, hello. I'm lifting this timber to help you gain access. Do you appreciate this gesture yeah, from my great shoulders? Would Rich you like is... to thank them individually? No, no, I don't. Okay. I would not want to do that. Uh, and then Brandy just sort of hobbles past Vlad, not really making eye contact. But... Anatoly, she didn't seem to respond to any of my friendly banter. She was very unresponsive. Was that me? Was that me or her? No, because I, no. I think she was intimidated by the shoulders. I mean, that's gotta be what? 50, 60 kg right there? This might be a PB. you enter Warden Vipen's office and although there is a clean-up crew, the remainder of the office is still very much trashed. The pictures of the Vipen family legacy that detail the women who have owned this core prison are littered across the floor. Scattered pages, notes, documents cover the carpeted flooring and lights flicker, a fluorescent bulb. 
hums in and out of life, casting light on and off the room. It's damp. There's the smell of cold smoke, ice, crystals, and fire mixing in this horrible scent. What are you doing here, Brandy? What are you looking for? Stu, did you just ad-lib that description? Yeah. Mate, that, you've, you've, you're so good at this now. Like, okay, great, good. I thought you read... I genuinely thought you so read... So did I. I was like, how did he <laughs> know I was coming here? <laughs> I don't know. Damn. I very appreciate it. It won't happen again. <laughs> like, You'll we walk into the bathroom and I'll be like, oh, I've got to repeat this. Okay, the ceramic <laughs> bowl is incredibly ivory white, like the tusk of a mama swine as you gaze Dude, this into is the good material. Stop! Stop! We might go to the bathroom at some point. Well, I think we have to now. Um, Warden Vipen had some pictures of her family and the general legacy, and I think they've been gathered up and just sort of left on the desk. In that way that pictures don't really get thrown away when you don't know who's in the picture, so I believe someone cleaning up is sort of like oh i don't really feel comfortable is this worth something is it not i, I don't i'm know. just gonna leave it and let someone yeah, else decide yeah, yeah. like what happens with the stuff and brandy uh, is going to look at a few pictures of warden vipen stew i was just gonna ask are there there's so there's obviously the picture that we had from that warden vipen vignette of the three generations of vipen women mm. are there any other pictures there's one of warden vipen and her two favorite pokemon magnazone and louis the 16th 14th? 16th. 14th. 15th. Should we split 16th. the diff? 15th. 16th. Louis the 16th. I, are we sure? I feel like it's Louis 14th. If I know, then it's, I think it's it must I'm be pretty sure 16th. it's 16th. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the 16th. David's a Louis the 16th simp, guys. Just FYI. Like, Caught um, the sunstone. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> little, bit, little French history joke for you there. Just, uh... oh. God, I hate this podcast. I hate a it. A prominent <laughs> picture of Wooden Vipen and her two two lieutenants Magnus where are and... where are the two lieutenants maybe they're here yeah why not <laughs> zone, zone, zone. and brandy can't really look at them in the eyes and she takes the picture mm. and looks at it for a bit someone that she would consider an extremely powerful person and obviously knowing what fate they met and folds up the picture and she puts it in her pocket I'm sorry I couldn't do anything. Um, she was a really good, good woman, and I, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just sorry I couldn't help her, because I feel like she, she's helped me. So, even though she attempted to stop me multiple times and ruined a lot of my plans, she's actually someone who I think I really needed. Someone who had a backbone. Someone who had a line that wouldn't be crossed and even in the face of insane odds didn't back down or break a sweat she she did what she thought was right and was an incredibly powerful person and you two are really powerful pokemon as well <laughs> i don't know if someone like that can be swatted away i don't really know what to what would happen to someone like me but i just wanted to say i'm sorry and then i think magnazone and louis the 16th just both give her this look Shut up. Stop talking. You're just speaking for the sake of speaking. Zone. And she just stops talking, just sort of stands in silence. Tom, who are you surprised to see come through the door of the office? Warden Vipen. Uh... <laughs> hey! What a twist. Oh my God, Warden Vipen. Andros just... missed. It was just <laughs> missed. 
It was a fake you substitute just before the beam hit. Go back to the episode. You'll see it in there. <gasps> ADR, quick, quick, someone quick, the ADR. I cast, I cast substitute. I cast substitute. I cast substitute. Tom, do you know what Pokemon is all of a I sudden? I cast it. I use a fifth level spell slot. I'm a, I'm a druid artificer. And I've got, I've got my, my substitute. I could use it as a reaction. <laughs> Once per bonus round, as long as I'm holding the staff of many substitutes. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not one of Viper, obviously. It's um, maybe someone trying to get brandy from the meet for the meeting. Is it um, candy? I would say candy would be because interesting. Because can- candy, the thing with brandy is her powerlessness and where she is in okay. her journey. And candy knew brandy before and brandy now. You're right, like, Ali. There's someone yeah. who's seen a journey. I, I, Ali, I love that. I love that, but it's actually my scene. So that's <laughs> true. Tom, yep. could you say? Could you say yep. candy? And then and then and you then know, I'll you get pass the it off as my own idea. So hold on. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Do not a gang. I think it's candy because candy. Oh, that's brilliant. The way that oh, the way yes. where brandy is right now and the powerlessness. <laughs> Candy's actually yes. the only person who. <laughs> New Brandy before the events of the podcast wow, and sees Brandy now and what that journey's been like. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Ali, I'm going to need you to pick up your weight and kind of propose a couple of ideas for the scene. Yeah, I did, it, I, it like, really that, was, that was sort yeah. of thrown to the table, Ali, and, you know. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for letting the side down. I'm sorry. Absolutely that's okay, mortifying. Just, quite yeah, that's all right. Cool. Okay, Candy, right. Brandy, I, I, I thought I heard a, a voice up here. Uh, oh, um, hey, um, Candy, hi. How did you get past the timber? Did you did you lift the timber? Uh, no, no. Uh, actually, a timber started to help Vlad with the timber. Timber, timber. Uh, I've been meaning to look for you. Anyway, are are you okay? What are you doing here? I think Brandy gives Candy a hug. Oh, huh. Are you okay? I got a bit intense uh, in there, and I just realised I've kind of been just like thinking in my own head and talking for the sake of it. When actually, maybe I just need someone else to talk. So, oh. Oh, are you all right? God, I I can't tell you how wrong-footed I am by that question. Um, am I all right? Well, I mean, I'm out of prison, and I have revealed the uh, the Kappa Corp plot, of which I spent many months researching. So again, go me, I guess. Well done on that, by the way. Just Kenny Kenny told me that you you know you risked your life and you managed to. Learn about the plot with yeah. the extreme balls and I actually, they can I, I also, summon. I told Nursering to like in your IV fluid, just put a little bit of exposition, just a dash. In fact, yeah. I shared that around everyone—a bit of exp share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> everyone knows everything. <laughs> yeah, there are no <laughs> secrets here. Nice. Uh, I might have shared too much, uh, but am I okay? The relief I felt when I saw Kenny break through that wall and the hope that I felt that I might be free and that I might be able to make a difference with the information that I'd gathered and shared uh, was, oh my God, so quickly undone by the fact that mere moments later, not only was I fighting against a mind-hacked Ursaring, a giant robotic Genesec suit, I was seeing you bleeding out on the floor, I saw Kenny face things I can't even describe. I saw a person turn into a humongous god. I, I didn't see people in their brandy. I, I saw gods. I saw beings beyond my experience, beyond my comprehension. I'm, I'm just a cheerleader who wanted to make a difference. I want to make the world a little bit better. I want, I want these evil teams to be researched properly. And guess what? I, I did that. I achieved you did that. The dossiers. Yeah, I remember. I did the dossiers. I formed a group, and it, it, it's a great group. Well, some of the group's great. I think they're great. But 
but that was my job and I did it. I fulfilled it. And what I saw in that room, that's, that's beyond me. I've got a shiny wiggly tuff in an extreme ball. I, I think I need to let her go. Yeah, I don't do need, that. I, get I don't the, think I, just, I'm doing it right now. Uh, roll 2d6, Stu. Oh God. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, okay. oh the tables have turned. Ah! Okay. <laughs> just flat alley? Yeah. Ooh. It's a one plus a two. Wow. Well, Mark wow. experience. Wow. <laughs> so no. Mark GM experience. Okay. So it does not work. Maybe something has already been activated behind the scenes that we didn't even know about. Yeah, I kind of so think a maybe... Lock, there's a lock now on maybe Extreme after, I was going to say, maybe after the broadcast, Capricorp had a lock button that was like, okay, well, we, we need to well, you take ain't out... You releasing the... any of your Pokemon anymore. Oh, they okay, may so Candy attempts to, to release Wigglytuff from the Extreme Ball using the Touch ID technology that we saw Shine use to release Rain, and it does not work. <laughs> Candy's freaking out. She's like, right, so I can't even do that. I the one, the one thing that maybe I, on a personal level, could do to help in this situation, I can't do. I don't think I even own my own Pokemon anymore. Brandy, I have reached the point where maybe I am no longer relevant in this situation. And that's really scary. That's a really tough point to be at. But that's, that appears to be where I'm at. Corporate subterfuge is one thing. But stopping deities? Stopping creatures with powers we don't even understand? What am I supposed to do in that situation? <laughs> what, turn my cap around? And, and, and wish really hard and believe in myself? I mean, let's be realistic here. I, I have family. What, what is the point? What is the point in doing all this if the people you care about are not there at the end? Or I'm not there to support them? There is no point. I came here to get you to come to a meeting, Brandy. But I think in the last five minutes, I've realized I, I don't need to be at that meeting. I need, to be, I need to be with my loved ones right now because things in the region are taking a turn and they are getting out of control. And I need to help the people close to me and make sure they're safe, not risk my life doing something that could leave them without the support they need. So I'm I'm actually going to go. I'm actually going to go. I want I don't think I can say goodbye to Hannah cuz I just don't think I can do that. Um so maybe you could pass that on for me and maybe I could see her when the time is right, but I'm going to go back home. You're welcome to come with me, but that's what I'm going to do, okay? Candy you, you created the special defenders. You did so much. Just going to there are people better qualified than me to be handling this, Brandy. Maybe I should come too. There is no shame in admitting we're not up to this. Brandy, what do you do? Brandy is kind of shell-shocked here because Candy obviously just said pretty much everything that Brandy was thinking. And it makes Brandy think about Whiskey and Leo. And what's the point of all this if they end up getting hurt or injured and maybe she should protect them? And, and I think she takes back out the photo of the Vipen women mm -hmm. and looks at it and then looks at candy and she has two very real options of what she can do follow the candy path and probably survive but not really make a difference and will be there for her family or the vipen path that might be doomed to failure in a way tom it's like do you suffer or do you sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> do you sacrifice the journey you've been on and go back home? Ooh. Or do you suffer through the trials yet to come? Oh, it's like another I mean, Flamento I mean, joys. Stu, can we fade down there? Because You want to fade down? I just... Uh, Tom, you tease. I want to tease <laughs> it. I want to tease <laughs> it. All right, all right. Yeah, I guess we can. Okay. Okay.
place to go. Well, it would be the meeting, but I just want to ask Theo and Kenny whether they are attending the meeting. I do not want to assume or whether you have gone anywhere else first. Uh, yeah, I don't think that Theo's going to be talking to, to anybody beyond Kenny at this point. So I, and I don't even know if Theo's going to be talking to Kenny that much. So I think I'm good. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone that Kenny would speak to that wouldn't be at that meeting anyway. Mm -hmm. And um, I think Kenny in that room looks at Theo goes to say something and like the words just die in his mouth because he can't he doesn't know what to say and then he looks at barry and it's just like i don't have the mental headspace to deal with this i'd much prefer to just be in a room where other people are talking and thinking backseat kenny in a way a little bit a yeah. yeah on okay. the way to the meeting yeah. kenny's just like looking at stuff like huh didn't know that was there oh isn't that interesting <laughs> trying to go theo into saying what, like something. small talk with theo yeah like <laughs> oh, God. Trying to small talk with theo. i would love to hear a bit of kenny unless kenny's just small doing... talk with a catatonic oh my God. Theo. wait is kenny just doing their elevator music kenny's checked out mentally that's what it is oh look a rock oh god he's on the verge of death Word, word, word three, Theo. <laughs> David, where do we think this meeting is occurring in the core? It's taking place in Vipen's old gym. Great, because we haven't actually physically been there, have we? Not as characters. Um, no, but we know it is a Wild West themed gym, didn't we? Because that yes. sort of came up in the vignettes yeah. that you guys wrote. Fantastic. Oh. So we're in the and saloon. And it just look like a mess yeah. right now. Oh, are we in the saloon? No, actually, bar, I, didn't, I didn't write. I didn't write that vignette. That just that was just me just improvising that one. It just oh, sorry. You know, ah. Stu's, Stu's really good, but I also pretty yeah. pretty good as yeah, well yeah, at yeah, the, yeah, doing yeah. that stuff. <laughs> so I I think we're all in that swing door saloon bar. The ceiling has caved in, so there is a nice skylight. There is one object on the floor. What's the What's the one object that is in the shaft of light that is centered in the room, or is it the speaker? I think the saloon is where the final gym challenge, that's where Vipen would like take on challenges. Mm. So I think in the middle of the saloon was her favorite chair or like place that she would sort of sit and wait for people. Oh my God. It's the throne. It's the gym it's leader the throne. throne. It's the Vipen gym leader throne. Okay. So we'll cut in halfway through General Phillips's eulogy to Warden Vipen. So in conclusion, what a woman, what a leader. Didn't, didn't actually meet her but I am inferring these things from your faces which I see and I take in and I take that emotion and I swill it around in me like a juicer and create some delicious cocktail of grief that we shall all share in this moment I like fun and in this moment I'm not having fun because we are remembering a person who has left us and I think that says enough a great person who held this, this gym for many years in a family that was so groovy, baby. I think we should all lift a glass of Vipen's favourite drink, snake poison. Sounds great. Sounds really nice. Here we go. We're all gonna we're all gonna have the snake poison. Okay. Uh, Gen General Hatlips. No, Hannah, you I'm, no, I'm, baby, no, I'm baby. You can't just chuck it. You can't chuck it in the cactus, Hannah. Come on, that it ruins the gesture. I'm breaking the law, but I guess I'm a vigilante now, so might as well. Oh, right? you've broken so many laws, baby. You broke me out of so many laws. In the, in the church, <laughs> you are a wanted so girl. Sort of, we just sort of drink tea in the in the church. I'm not. We're not. Alcohol All right, well, really dilute imbibed. it, then, Canaan. I don't know. Dilute it. I mean, uh, okay, with what? Jockey, help me out here a bit. Come on, come on. It's a gesture. Oh, it's always a gesture with you, isn't it? It's always just a little, fine, fine, fine. I'm... Oh, yeah, like a shimmy shoulder. 
Okay, I didn't miss this. I did. I did not miss this part. <laughs> you can't. You no. can't resist the shimmy shoulder, John. Come oh, on. I can't. I can't. Get, oh, it's <laughs> and drink. Oh, go. Oh, oh. Oh. All right. As oh, long as it'll oh, make you stop oh, shim- oh, shimmying. Oh. oh, that is. That's, oh, that's not a puffin, oh, is it? Oh, my not mouth a puffin. Is on oh. Actually, that was quite oh. good. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess we should move on to the business at hand, which is what we do. And I, I listen. I, again, hate to be the figure of authority, because who am I to tell anyone anything? But Aren't you a general? Aren't you, sorry. Aren't you just like a, isn't that orders, sort of your thing? Orders are like dance moves in different packaging. How you did know, you I get can, this I rank? could choreograph an army. But here's the thing. You never want anybody in your battalion who doesn't want to be there, baby. You know, you've got to have every person fighting towards the same cause with the same determination. Otherwise, your little your little squadroon is going to turn into a swadloon, am I right? Nobody wants a swadloon, am I right? I'd like to contest the point, but I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I just want to put it out here. If anybody is not feeling this, this crew, that's fine, baby. You walk away. All right, there'll be no judgment here. Things are getting hot and heavy. And we are in a prison that we have sort of commandeered. And I, I fully understand that this is maybe something that people are not totally comfortable with. So I just want to go around and I want to make sure everybody's on the same page if they want to be. Otherwise, those, those saloon doors can swing and they ain't going to hit you on the bottom. You know what I mean? Unless you want to. Unless you like a little smack. As you go, just a little whoop. Phillips, we've talked about Sorry. this. There was a lot of meetings that you had to attend. <laughs> I think the fact that they swing means that they will hit you on the bottom on the way out. That's well, how swinging doors work. But I'm just a child. So Hannah, maybe let's I don't start understand. with you. Let's start with you. You are a child. You're a child, Hannah. Do you want to be here? Or would you rather be colouring in somewhere? Be honest. Wait, do you have colouring pencils this whole time? Of this whole time? I never leave the house without them. With Hannah? Like, what else has Hannah got? Like... But she has effectively just witnessed the second O'Hara incident as well, which I don't. I think she probably would stay, but she's she's but she's yeah. had a she's had a mare. She's fragile. Mm. Isle. Fragile is here. Why did fratch I shorten that word? I... Oh, not in this. Not fratch not both. <laughs> you feel the fragile, baby. Get the fragile with the rest of us. Hannah, all right? I'm noticing. Yeah, I'm noticing a certain fragness about you. Is... Are you feeling if okay, you had this, it's not an abbreviation. It's just the same. Fragile, baby. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, speak to me one on one. Yeah. General Phillips, of course, I don't have anything other than special defenders and this mission we've been working on. But I, I, what am I going to do? I've got, I, I just, I just a Hannah, child. Hannah, Pokemon, Hannah, you, I mean, you stop right there. We are lucky to have you. Now sit down. Okay. Are you sitting down? I hate well, sitting. I, just... I realize that's one of my character traits. Don't sit down. <laughs> I bloody hate Phillips chairs. Kicks the, I, kicks kick the the, throne. I kick the throne apart. <laughs> Philip spends five minutes destroying the throne. <laughs> oh, um, oh. And then Jockey runs in, bear hugs. General Phillips is like, let me in. Be careful. Be careful. Uh, let me back in the Phillips, fight. Phillips, let this heart, this heart is where you truly live. <sighs> Candy and Kanan are just necking the bottle of snake poison in the corner, <laughs> just staring bleakly at a wall. Wait, is, is Candy, Candy here? Is Candy there? Not... I don't think Candy's Wait, what, there. Has, has anyone Candy, seen Candy? Candy? Left? Yeah, where's Candy? I haven't seen Candy. Anyone seen Candy? Last, I, I, I thought her, she was going to get Brandy. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're just late. Maybe, you know, maybe yeah, they'll come in. Yeah, I guess, okay, I guess so. I'll, uh, let's move on. Um, Kanan. Hello. Our, our old, our old more of this snake buddy. oil stuff. Yeah, you've... Uh, wait, how much... Why is the bottle empty? Canaan. <laughs> oh, no. 
Oh, no. Is this something to be worried about, baby? Oh, well, it's just, you know, there was a time in my life where, let's just say, I had to leave a lot of children on the doorstep. <laughs> just go, oh, Esther. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> It sounded dark. Sorry, I'm, I'm sitting morosely in the corner, but even I'm... I'm ...sparked out of my... This reverie. is really challenging my silence, I'll be honest with you all. It's uh... <laughs> Yeah, this scene is so hard to not quip in, but I just don't feel like it's in character to do so. Fine. So I have to keep picking one of the three other people. <laughs> hey, you know what? I respect your decision, General, to um, continue on and fighting the good fight, but um, I feel that Frey's extremely... Dangerous. I mean, dangerous, yes. Dangerous, and we do not know a lot about Frey. We do not know about, really, her abilities. We do not know a lot about her team. We only know, seemingly, that she is interested in the tomes, which we now no longer have. I would like to do what I do best and research. But that is not on the front lines, General Phillips. And I would like to take this opportunity, and Canaan looks to Theo. Theo, maybe it's time that we step away from the front lines. I I sent you on this mad quest for the tomes because you wanted them. You wanted to see the world. You wanted, you always had that rebel streak within you, but I can't pick you up off the floor like like that again, Theo. I I care about you. And Canaan's getting a bit emotional. I can't see you like that again. I won't. I won't forgive myself if I let you get hurt like that again. What do you think, Theo? Me and you, like the old days, we'll have tea, we'll research. We can research into Frey. We can find some, perhaps send messages to the to the front. I think Theo hears these words, and I'm going to say that in this situation, Theo is sat very near to Kenny. And Well, I hope you're uh, not sat, baby. Everyone's <laughs> squatting. Do you want to challenge me, Phillips? <laughs> do you want... Pokemon Depends what the competition it. is, baby. You know, normal Theo would be thrilled by this altercation, <laughs> but today, Theo's libido is type null. <laughs> That's fair, baby. <laughs> That's all right. No, uh, I know there are some walls that just can't come down in certain times. I, I, I fully understand. I think Theo stands up in front of Kenny and just stands there. And it's not a particularly, it's not a devoted look coming from Theo. It's, uh, this is an appraising look at this moment. What do you want me to do? Theo, why? Why Why do I have to make all of your decisions now? Because Sloking made a choice. Yeah, what? And I follow Sloking. I don't know if they did, Theo. I don't know if I'm special or the chosen one or whatever you or Brandy or anyone else here seems to think about me or if I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time or the right place at the right time. So this was hundreds, thousands of years ago. What if they made the wrong decision even if it was a decision what if i shouldn't have done what i did and condemned the world and you want to follow that you want to listen to this guy really you are so much smarter than me you i should be listening to everything you say you do because i can also turn this around and be like well sloking willed it that i went to find you okay i was lost i had nothing and then i received a literal message that said find theo all of that counts as much as anything else. I don't want you to go. I don't. I, I, I don't want to lose you, Brandy, anyone else in this room. But I'm not going to keep you if you want to go. It's, it's hard because I thought I'd learned how to stop 
caring about people when I joined the church. I went there to stop caring so much about everyone's opinions of me. And then I met you and I met Brandy and you taught me that caring is what sets us apart. You taught us that caring is what matters. And I've tried so hard to care and it doesn't, it's so hard caring about people. It is so hard being vulnerable and it doesn't seem to be getting us anywhere. But I can't go back to feeling nothing, Kanan. I can't go back to just sitting in a room and revising how life is lived. I don't want to just sit there and send messages to the front lines. I don't know what I'm fighting for. I don't know what's happening next, but I know it's hard to care, but it's even harder to think about stopping caring. So I'm here. Kenny just grabs Theo's hand and just gives it a squeeze. Theo, I I think part of the reason that we found each other in the church, and as much as you may not like to hear it, it's also part of the reason I, we found Adri as well, is that we all care maybe too much. I can't come with you. I can't watch. I can't. I want to support. I really, really do. But my temptation will be to stop you. It would be to perhaps try and get you to hesitate. And that moment could be dire. So here I say it to you, General. Ready to receive? I will support, but I will not. I will not follow you into the into the fires. I've lost one student already and i <clears throat> and Kanan just like almost shut something off in their head i will not watch another student disappear from me it is here i take my leave thank you uh Kanan. but i think the person who you need to say goodbye to ain't me and Kanan turns to hannah hannah what times we've had you and me old man and little girl what a time huh Kanan, uh, he meant me, obviously. Stabby Mick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was actually meant to be Jockey. That's a slide on my voice acting Oh, skin. I'm so sorry. Oh. I thought you were the same character. <laughs> Kanan, it has been such a pleasure meeting you for the last <laughs> 20 minutes. And I totally, please keep in touch. Uh, no, Kanan, Kanan, obviously. Can, can I just say that I love that those guys were mentioned before me, Hedrold. The, the, the people who... Barely with oh, names. Yeah, yeah no, no, I'm here too, but you know. <laughs> I thought you were a Timber. What is uh, going on? Okay, no, that's all right. That's Kanan, all right. Hedrold. Kanan goes over to Theo and bows. You're the bravest person I have ever met. All I would say is please trust yourself and remember it is not a weakness to care. And. Kanan gives Theo the slowpoke. And Kanan gives Theo the slowpoke. <laughs> Tom, another great idea, Tom. That, you are killing it today, mate. Yeah, with I, these suggestions. I just thought like, it just felt right in the moment. <laughs> Kanan, okay, Kanan hands Theo the slowpoke. This may be too much, but I'm just going to say it. It evolves into slowking. No, I was, <laughs> nice. I was thinking, Kanan goes, I was doing my own research at the church and, um, Maybe this this might come in handy for you more than more than me. 
It's a second Togekiss, Theo. It's we have a whole, a whole team of Togekiss. A shiny Come one on. with max IVs. And here's a manual. Whatever you've got right here's now. Here's a manual with the strats on it. So it's got a choice <laughs> scarf here. Really nice You open spread, on this. Open with coverage. a stealth rock. Okay. <laughs> Switch out with this high speed Togekiss. Okay. That's very important. Toxic orb is attached to this one. Um, this is your, now, Theo, I can't stress enough. This is your sweeper. <laughs> This goes down. The strategy is over. Forfeit. Move on. Okay. And Kanan hands Theo a odd-looking stone. Yeah, I thought you might. That say looks that. a bit megary. Okay. Yeah, you can do this, Tom. If you can answer this question, where did Kanan find the mega stone? Um, from my butt. Okay. I was going to say, and why is it? Super fun, and you answer. It's that. my butt. No, Kanan. <laughs> I have a super fun butt. I believe okay. it's. Uh, I believe, uh, and sort of said. Obviously, as re- I spent this time researching it on the chip, trying to you know do it on the side, and it's obviously Medichamite. Okay, it's Medichamite, right? I love it. I love it. So yes, so Kanan bows and hands you slow poke and a Medichamite, Theo, and then Tom takes their leave. Oh, Tom's gone. Um, yeah, I'll follow yeah Tom went ages ago, mate. Tom left Tom. in season two, mate. <laughs> Who checked out? Um, and Kanan lets the saloon door hit them on the bottom on the way out. Who's that Pokemon? Team Homer, what are you doing? You gotta watch TV with oh, me. Here we go, here we go. Homer voice. Oh. Marge. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, Lily Armstrong's just coming in. <laughs> Louis, who are you? Louis, what are you doing in The Simpsons? Hey, don't have a cow, man. God, these are just American accents, aren't they? <laughs> all right, Ali, you do Simpsons. No, I don't think I can. <laughs> what I want to know is why are we all reading out I'll my break- fan fiction about Louis Armstrong and Marge Simpson? <laughs> Midsection time. Okay, so welcome to the midsection. I'm so hoping David would just crack out like an unbelievable Barney Gumble. (laughs) (laughs) Out of absolute nowhere. Um, Here we are at the midsection. Sound the champion patron horn. <laughs> oh no, no, that that's Patreon not the patron horn. horn. There's gonna be we'll get a we'll get a patron we horn. Get one. We should we get, should get one. one. Note to we? self, get a patron horn. But this patron is someone very near and dear to all of our hearts. They are Alex. Hello, Alex. Uh thank you so much for submitting a character. Alex writes. While listening to the podcast, I had an idea for a possible character, because who doesn't love a pirate character? Ooh. He is slash was a member of Team Nautilus, depending on what what you want to do slash have done with that team already. They're still <laughs> catching up as they write this. God, I'm so lost with the timeline already. The timeline is confusing. Here we go. But here's the character, Alex writes. Jack Crow, 23 years old, based off of two things. Pirate Jackson Crows. <laughs> no, no. The pirate is Jack Calico, which fits in rather well with, obviously, the podcast, and also the crow's nest of a ship. Jack is cocky, rather flirtatious at times with everyone and anyone, to be honest. And definitely not Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Being confident enough in his abilities to spare it. Don't know what that means. That'll we'll come tough. back to that. That's an interesting Ooh, sentence. So I definitely it. want to unpack. However, 
He is quite easily provoked and plays mostly with his own rules. He wears a red pirate coat, white tattered shirt, black trousers and big pirate boots with a cutlass and belt. His Pokemon include a Swampert, a Vaporeon, is their second fighter and was the first Pokemon from their life before piracy. And then Feraligator is Jack Crow's third Pokemon. Now, Alex has submitted a second character because Alex wanted to put another one in. And you know what we're going to do, Alex? We're going to combine these two characters into one right here, right now. Is it, the is it Captain Barcrosa? <laughs> Oh, a nice contemporary Kate Bush reference for the kids. Uh, Alex does not understand that. I'm, telling you. I'm sorry, Alex. Um, so Alex's second character. You better start believing in ghost types. You are one. The Black Clam Pearl. Um, here we go. Alex's second character, inspired by a conversation on the Discord, about the acolyte from Raindance, who sadly, spoilers, passed away. What? Oh my. I'm sorry, David. So this character is the acolyte's younger brother, who just wants to find out what happened to his sibling. I'm going to say it. Jack Crow, Crow is, is the younger, younger brother. Yeah, is yeah. that younger sibling of wait, the acolyte. Wait, wait, wait. So, so an older sibling became a single acolyte in the church, and the younger sibling became Jack Crow, the infamous pirate. Okay, well, but maybe they were pirate brethren, and it's Ooh. younger brother is in brother on the oh. ship. Acolyte, okay. but we're accepted. Huge plot twist. What okay. if Adri wasn't working alone? And actually this young Acolyte helped Adri secure the tome and take it to Team Northwest. Whoa. Oh, and actually left them it's behind. Big, like plot. Ooh. What's the word when you? So it was. But it's a retcon. It's a big retcon. The acolyte that died. The acolyte that the died. Is a villain. The acolyte that wow. died. Does that does that make it <laughs> rubbish? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think it's actually a villain. We don't know. This is true, kind of yeah. appropriate. This is a big program. It's a grey area. I, yeah. And I I like this brotherly connection that this brother actually had was infiltrating the church mm. as a way to help. Obviously, we know that Adri had been approached by Calico and said, we want this tome. Andrew wanted information on Jay Silver. Said, great, we're going to help you get this tome by infiltrating, help having one of our pirates infiltrate with you as an acolyte to help you steal this tome. Why did Andrew leave this acolyte behind? Was it an actual betrayal? Well, what we heard the acolyte say is that the acolyte went back to check for Theo because Theo was absent looking for the fermented hyper potion. Mm. I'm so glad that I've just listened to the Rain Dance Remaster. Say, that I is insane not have this on the top of that is unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but yes, the, so the Acolyte went back to check for Theo and then had the beam fall through them. So we know the Acolyte went back for that. Yes. We know Adri and Theo have always been rivals. Mm. Mm-hmm. A love-hate relationship, so we say. Mm. Perhaps it's very innocent that they were escaping and Adri realised, I haven't seen Theo can you please go back and check on them? Mm. I think they might be in the library. Then they got impaled. Mm. Yeah, and Adri carries that. Oh, so Adri actually actually cared about Theo. There was a moment of Adri caring. Can yeah, we, because yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If, if we consider that they have like a sort of codependent relationship, it's like the Joker doesn't actually want Batman to die. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like what we're getting distracted from though is this, we, we're basically just talking about this acolyte and Jack Crow's just... Just off on Nautilus's boat. Jack Crow's somewhere. piecing this all together. Oh yeah. So okay, here we go. So, they're both so the, the pirate is Jack Crow. The acolyte is yeah. Crack Joe. That's <laughs> Crack Joe. That's it's Crack Joe. That's nominative determinism, <laughs> if ever I've heard it. So they're siblings. They're both members of Nautilus. But the acolyte was sent into the church as like an ally for Adri after this yes. meeting with Calico. Right. So maybe the thing with these two brothers is that Calico was like, "Which one of you is going to go?" And Jack Crow was like, "Oh." 
my brother will go okay. and now knows their younger brother died because they were sent into this situation yeah, they thought yeah, was very yeah. innocent oh, God, yeah. so they, and they Jack Crow's like oh my god like yeah they blame themselves and maybe they quit Team Nautilus mm. what, was the, what was the line Tom? being confident enough in his abilities to spare it to spare it do you know what maybe we're thinking too much about this maybe Jack Crow just does love bowling oh interesting so what Jack Crow is attempting to take a few of the church members out bowling, bowling. to find information about the acolyte. But no, I think I think that makes I think that makes sense. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> really? Look, it's how I like to end. Walk us through, Jack Crow. Give us the bullet point. Oh. <laughs> and there it is, Alex. There's Jack Crow. Uh, I don't know if we answered any questions about Jack Crow, but there's something in there. There definitely is. There's yeah. something there. Jack Crow will find the answer. Mm-hmm. Jack Crow will spare it. Flirtatiously. (laughs) Smithers! End this midsection. You need to tell them about how to become a Patreon member. Of course! Go to www. Sorry, it's not the 80s anymore. Everyone knows what the internet is. What? Into (laughs) what? Where's the net? Get me out of this net, Smithers! Maybe I should take this. So, uh, you sign up to patreon.com forward slash critical ditto and you can become uh, a member. What is it? Three tiers. Cheerleader. What do you need to be to you, submit You a can be a cheerleader. You can be an S-class trainer. You can be a champion. A champion. You can become my new butler because I'm putting out a new position in the paper. That's fair. Who's that Pokemon? Timber. It's Timber. We're down two characters. This is in huge. The, in the space of an episode. Who have we got left in the special defenders? Jockey. Jockey. Uh, Phillips are in. Hedrold. Jockey, surely pretty easy. Jockey, baby, do you want a scene or are you kind of like just cool, baby? I'm really good. Don't yeah. worry. Okay, cool, Phillips, man. where you go, I go. Uh, Stabby Mick, you're here. Are you in? <laughs> sure. What is it I'm doing again? Uh, Do I get to stab anyone? Uh, does anyone want Stabby Mick? I'm sorry, Stabby Mick. Uh, we're using our, our character veto. We can't have another Tallahassee Bingeworth. Sorry, Stu. <laughs> or can <laughs> we? No, no. Stabby Mick is. Oh, I the Stabby feel... Mick twist. It would have been. Oh. But as uh, as the, the saloon doors are swinging and hidden came, um, there is a silence, and then Hedroll pipes up. Um, Shay, I know we've done a lot of joking uh, about me and everything, but um, I just want to say. I'm, I'm going to stick around. No one's been laughing at you, Hedrol, just FYI. Oh, they have. They have. It's fine. I know it. Everyone... I, I was laughing a little bit earlier. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Everyone laughs at me my entire life. I, that's why I tried to learn magic, to, you know. Um, but hey. Wait, hold on a minute, baby. You can do magic? You didn't tell me this. Yeah. Yeah, I can do magic. Show uh, us a trick okay. right Wait. now. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, here. Pick a Pokemon card. They're okay. all fighting energies. Oh, <laughs> fighting okay. energies? Did you pick the fighting energy? Oh, my God. God, baby, how did you know? Oh my God, Hedrod's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is it. This sums it up. This is this is possibly the best day of my life. If I've got people here who appreciate my sleight of hand, and also I could cover the scoop of the century, I'm in. Wait, the scoop of the century? Yeah. Oh, that was bad for me to say. Um... <laughs> By which I mean saloons have saloon doors. 
<laughs> and I'm going to write it up. I'm going to write it up so hard. Right, so we got Hedrod, we got you Jockey. Know, I was thinking about it. If we need some more allies, I, I have a very good friend in a very high place, uh, Barnaby Timms, who uh, we could possibly bring on board to add to the team. Oh, oh, we could totally hit up Tim's. I'd, I'd love that. never going to forgive me for that. We'll we'll find a spot for Tim's. Don't worry about that. We'll find a place. So we've got okay. We've got ma- Tim's is a maybe. Tim's is in. I love Tim's the idea is that possibly attending. Like, oh, Tim's is in. Don't worry about t- Tim's. Doesn't need to reaffirm their allegiance. Theo just grabs the bottle of snake poison and just pours <laughs> pours a pint into the eyeballs. <laughs> so we've got we've got Hedrol. We got Hannah. We have got Phillips. Children, we've got, Phillips. We've got we've got children. Okay, we've got we've got a bear. We've got a dancing general, and we've got a couple of kids. So I'm feeling good about this. <laughs> I guess um, so. Theo didn't really say if they were in or not. They just said they were they would waiting follow for Kenny. Yeah. Kenny. So I guess I guess you know until we wait whether to see whether you know pink haired pink haired fun girl comes to join the party. Kenny's kind of on you, baby. Are you gonna are you gonna be our figurehead? What do you say? What would Kenny do? Am I right? <laughs> I don't think he were there for that. No, I've got no so. context for that. I just you know it's just a fun you phrase. Just, you just ask that. I just said it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did get the IV fluid though from uh, from Candy. The XP so. share, of course. Yeah, maybe maybe I did actually know that. Hey, it's snowing well, today. Sorry, that was just a bit of expedition. Oh, <laughs> oh I see. Thank, th- thanks. <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, it's cold. Um, <laughs> look, too many people have suffered and died for us to just give up. I don't want any more of that to happen. And Kenny has been holding back, like holding a lot in. He since he sort of woke up, and it starts to crack a little bit. And he says, um, "You know, Kenny, if you're holding a lot in, there's a there's a toilet with a beautiful ceramic bowl just down the hall. If you want to take a moment, <laughs> like a real, real tasty ivory tusk of a bowl." No. Okay. All right. No. no. Like another swine. Oh I remember God. seeing it on the way there. Wow. Do you know what? As well, now the editor. Will definitely have deleted what you said about the ceramic toilet and now has to go back and put it back in because that is a brilliant joke, Stu, that needs the payoff. That's so oh. good. I'm sorry, Destroying editor. the length Stu of this episode with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what you're expecting from me, from us, but I can't just walk out of this prison and go and storm whatever we need to storm. I'm not. I'm not there. I don't well, I think. Gonna, that's what I was going to ask, Kenny. I was like, look, I joked, but are we enough? <laughs> are we enough? Really? Yeah, you want to ask no. that question, do you? Yes. No. I. I don't know. Maybe. We as a trio weren't enough, and we're not even a trio right now. We're supposed to be the special defenders. The person who started that isn't here. Okay. One of them betrayed us to steal a ship. The other two were with with the Pokemon League. Um, we're what? Forbius. Hope. <laughs> I am an eternal optimist, but what? You need us. You need me. You need Theo. And you need Brandy. And without the three of us, you can't do anything. And we are not in a state to do anything right now. I am not in a state to, to do anything. I I almost saw my sister get murdered in front of me. I, I, I need... And I, I thought I'd never say this until I figured out this poker powers thing, but... I need to go home. I need my mum. I need my sister. I have to do that, General Fittis, before before I can carry on with whatever we're doing. I need to heal. We need to heal. Theo needs to rediscover their purpose. Brandy needs to recover 
literally and metaphorically. I don't even know if she's going to come to this meeting. She might have walked out. Okay, my heart is broken. You can't expect me to go and fight until it heals. But I am in. Just not now. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I know I brought down the room, the vibe of the room. Hang on. Oh, Kenny. (laughs) Kenny Mullet. Theo goes down to Kenny and takes and squeezes the hand back and says, sometimes it's okay not to know things. Uh, The saloon doors swing. Brandy on crutches hobbles in. She doesn't look at anyone. Brandy, you made it! (laughs) Oh, episode one throwback! (laughs) Brandy hobbles towards Kenny and Theo. She looks to Kenny. Are you sort of... What, what, what's, what, what's your position right now? You're just I think Kenny of... was on the floor. Yeah, I think Kenny was Kenny was the only person in the room that was sitting. Um, I kind of see... I, feel free to take away this image, but if there's a saloon bar, it's almost like, you know when you see someone crouching down behind the bar, it, if there was a shootout, but it's more that just you're, you're sat there kind of hugging your knees back against the bar with oh, Theo nice. down yeah. there, just like hand on a table and hand on your shoulder. And Brandy hobbles down to Kenny's level. Looks him dead in the eye. Are you going to beat her, Kenny? No, Brandy. We're going to beat her. And Brandy punches Kenny in the face. Oh! Um, <laughs> I don't think I deserve that! I, I'm telling I you this right say. now. I'm telling you this right now, Kenny. I'm going to go through the wall for you on this one. And it's all very well saying we're going to do this. Because I do believe you. But I want you to tell me right now. And don't hesitate. I'm committed to this. And if something bad happens to me, you're going to keep going and you're going to finish it, all right? Tell me you're going to do that. Yeah, Brandy. I'll do everything I can. And then Brandy Brandy turns to Theo and punches Theo. Theo, what what is... What the hell? And just says, You know what that was for, but the same applies to you. I'm willing to go through the wall for this. And if you need to leave me behind to get it done, you do it. And look, as much as I don't believe a word that Kenny says in terms of leaving me behind, I know I can believe you when you say it, Theo. Make him finish it, even if I'm not there. Don't worry, Brandy. At this moment in time, I'm very convinced of leaving you behind. And Brandy nods. At that moment, the saloon doors the saloon doors open again, and Vlad and his timber enter the saloon door. Hello, hello there, everybody. Hope I haven't in, in, intruded on the meeting too much, but I do have some a little bit of news that I just wanted to impart on the team. Um, where's Kenny? I'm, I'm, I'm down here. Hey, so listen, two league representatives are kind of uh, at the entrance to the core. They've just come down the elevator and are just kind of waiting around where the Zygarde was. Um, their name's Bash and Heron, and they say that they want to speak to Kenny about some very important league business. Bash and, Bash and Heron? That's what they said. Uh, thank you, Vlad. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, we mm. can do this. Hey, today. Kenny, do you think we should we go will. and easily find out what Bash and Heron are up to? Yeah, oh, I think it's yeah, safe to say that everyone's thankful. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, everyone's, yeah, everyone's really thankful that that everyone's doing their job. Great. All right, all right. Did they specify, like, Kenny on their own, maybe? Or is this sort of like a, you know, like a group? A menage seven? <laughs> Couldn't do that in French. <laughs> um, 
They, they uh, said... Um, set, Stu, set. They said... Um, they actually just said, just Kenny. Ooh. Oh, that's exclusive. So they're clearly not the friendliest. They're in a little bit of a bad mood, maybe. Maybe they had a bad day. No, we, we know Heron. That sounds entirely in character. Of course it does. Yes, it is. Of course, I know Heron as well. Great Groover. You do know Heron. You know Great Heron. Groover. You actually know this person. I like yeah. Heron. I think we should meet him. I think we should meet him. He's here, here what he has to isn't hey wait, isn't Heron the one who's like, you know, ascending the ranks on the league the league championship? Kenny, do you want any backup nearby in the wings or Yeah, of course I do. I don't trust them. And I trust everyone. Sweet. Okay, so sort of like a Kenny but with, you know, a wink. Yeah, and that wink being Brandy and Theo. Oh just to you, you guys have got important stuff to do, right? You've Oh, actually, I have something to add to your to-do list, General oh Phillips. Oh, my goodness As a new commandeer of the prison. General Phillips, there is... Can you do it in song? General Phillips, there's the man in the medical wing. That's enough, Kenny. I, now, now that I know you can do it, I will. I'll, I'll, I will infer the rest. Thank you. There's someone in the medical, medical wing who needs supervision. They are not fully okay, and I just can't deal with them right now. I've got too much going on. Up here in my head. Can so you send him we'll, we'll keep him secure. We'll keep, keep him secure. secure. Keep, mm-hmm. keep it mm-hmm. secret. Keep it safe. Absolutely. You know. Done. Yeah. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. So after the conclusion of this meeting, Kenny, you have made your way up to the upper levels of the core where Theo had their fateful engagement with the Zygarde back in season three. The long, dramatically lit bridge extends in front of you, and at the end of that bridge is a large skylight elevator, Kenny, which ascends towards the surface of the prison. And you can see on the far end of this bridge, Kenny, lit from above, are the figures of Bash and Heron. Heron, tall, lanky, blue hair swept across one of his eyes, rectangular small glasses across his face as he pushes them up periodically on his nose. Bash, also with an indigo-esque hair, shorter in stature, very forgettable. Not much to say. <laughs> Prepare for trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brandy, Thea, where are you hiding? Where are you surreptitiously placing yourself in this, uh, in this bridge, bridge locale? Guys, could you imagine like a doorway? If you could just picture a doorway in your head, but totally open. Is it a saloon doorway? No, I think oh. it's it, it's oh, it's more metallic and like it's sort of you know a bit more space sci-fi you know, cold yeah, cold. Yeah. I can see Theo and Brandy, but rather than being on the behind the door on the same side, they're just on separate yeah, sides of the door. Sides, big... They could poke their heads round the doorway to look around. So you you're more listening in than you are observing. Yeah. Okay. okay, cool, cool, cool. Have you got any other Pokemon with you who'd like to, you know, help with you? Um, That's I've... a question I have here. How are, are our Pokemon healed since? Yeah, yeah well, it's a new season. Yeah, cool. It's a new season. Just yeah, want yeah, 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 to reset. Oh, is that reset a way to that? heal our Pokemon? We can just declare a new season declare started. A new season. Yeah, yeah. That's Ooh, <laughs> might be using that <laughs> when it's re- yeah. when I really whittle it down. <laughs> oh, no. I think I've got Jason the Combi flying around the... Nice. Uh, yeah. just doing loops. The, where Kenny and Heron and Bash are to kind of send an alert if something goes awry. Okay, Kenny, what do you do? Kenny 
starts to get a little bit nervous. I mean, I don't know if Kenny instinctively thinks these are bad people now, um, but he's just a bit warier after everything that's happened in the last couple of days, generally. I think Kenny's got Kamoo, King Thrush, Ooh, with him. Intimidating. Okay. Yeah. Dragons. I think, the dragons I think, are going I was going to say, because the one thing that he does know is that, like, they had at some point. I don't know if he still does. I don't know if Capricorn I, recalled them. I No, I love it. I love that if you've got King Thrush out, then Heron and Bash have Hydragon and Garchomp out as well. It's yeah. like the three dragons are gathering. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Gone. Garchomp? That's just question. <laughs> though, I've only got one head, so I guess I'm so Garchomp. Does this mean that Capricorp have basically re removed the ability to access any Extreme Ball except Heron and Bashes? Or... No, no, you can you can use your Extreme Ball. You just you can't can release them. them I the see. Moment. Right, mm. right, right. And right, I think right. I think we said that whenever Capricorp do activate that recall mm. function, that those Pokemon just zip off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, it's that blue eye thing the, the where they go off and. Okay, right, yeah. right, yeah. right. Very right, Mewtwo yeah. strikes back. But this is this of... is a bit more kind of like unless you checked whether you could release your Pokemon, unless you check the small print, then you wouldn't know that this had happened yet. So I think Kenny takes a deep breath and somewhat shakily and starts to walk towards them along the quite foreboding bridge. Kenny, you reach the end of the bridge and Heron and Bash uh, greet you on the other side. Well, well, well. Kenny Mullet did not sink, did not sit, did not sink, did not sink <laughs> when I got into quicksand. No. You know why? Because I'm Heron Faluton and I don't, I don't fail. And I've had, I've had my fair share of things that have that have crossed me on this journey, but I think I think you might know, Kenny, that uh, Heron seems a bit nervous. I think you might know that I am, I am quite a powerful trainer now, and uh, you better not try anything dangerous right now because I do have my dragons with me, and I um I saw what you did on the broadcast. All the former saw what you did in the broadcast, and I think you know we just need to establish that we are uh, we are uh, we are we are contemporaries here. Heron, um, I, I've actually been broadcast like a couple of times. Which one did you mean? Oh, I see. I see. Snark. Mm. I can that snark. Wasn't snark I can snark. I like Heron that pushes of, the glasses like so far up of... his nose, they leave a red mark on the bridge. I can snark. <laughs> I like that that calms Heron down a bit. Like, the, the, you know, their nerves suddenly allay when they're more angry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Heron seems suddenly calmer. Yeah. No, I was referring, of course, Kenny, to the broadcast that went out in the last day, let's say, the one. That everyone in Formia saw the one broadcast from this very prison, the one we're standing in right now. Heron, remember oh, to oh. breathe. I can't remember what Bash's voice is. I think it's sort of That's this. close, I think, yeah. Okay. Kenny, I'm referring to the broadcast that just went out, obviously. The one that featured the leader of Team Mystic, the one that featured Helsing's defeat, the one that featured the warden of the gym dying. Right, yes. That, yeah. Okay, I'm glad that you're powerful now. I, but why are you... <laughs> Bash. Yes. Why, why are you two? What, what is oh, this? Oh, I know why, why we're here. Why did you... I really know why we are here. Okay. <laughs> I bet you'd love to know. I bet you would love to know. But I want to hear it from you. Yeah, well, I want to hear it from me as you know, well. Part of me, part of me wants to take a, a sidebar, and part of me kind of just wants to let this play out. I know. I know why I'm here. Yeah, why we, why yes. are you here, Kenny Mullet? That's the real reason we're here, isn't it? Isn't it, Heron? Unless it it's is. not, in it which is. case that's <laughs> the real reason. Whatever you say. Bash, Bash, you don't think, you don't think, you don't think he knows, do you? It would be just, impossible to know. I can't know. even fathom anyone knowing. To no. be, to be quite frank, why? Not why after we're the here? job you did. You did a fantastic job with that. You know, we're here on league business. 
obviously we are ca- we are Kappa sponsored and and see Kappa as the sort of absentee father who we we never truly had with Hyfe, but we are here as a league representative because well it pains me pains me to say this but the the league has been suspended and I I I have all badges all of them name a badge name a badge Kenny the microphone badge got it got it. Wow, you beat the sound gym. <laughs> yeah, I did. Can, can I see all of your dark gym badges as well? All uh, 19 of them. Oh, yes. we, we have a separate caravan. There's a separate coat those. for that. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't carry that oh, around with oh, me okay. possibly. Karen, okay. your badges are very, very impressive. Thank you. Thank well you, Well done. That means a lot. You, you've, you've, but the point is, they've succeeded. suspended the league, so I can't challenge the Elite Four. And I, more importantly, I cannot challenge Gary Smoke. And I know I beat him. I know I would. But I can't do that because there has been a region-wide broadcast and the league has declared a state of emergency. And they have asked us to come here and basically say, look, the league's what happened. They are coming here to the core to take control of a league-registered building. And they need to talk to you because Frey's here now. Mystic's here now. And Poker Powers are going to choose a side. They're either going to be with Frey or they're not. And... The League thinks that you, Kenny, are the best figurehead to be the not side. The League want you, Kenny. They want you to lead the effort. Isn't that right, Bash? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, Spot yeah. on what it was. Mm. And I listen, let me just finish. Let me just finish, okay? I come in here in good faith. You're, you know, not a friend. You're someone that I know of. And look, Harsh. I, don't, I okay. don't want... No, but listen, listen, Kenny. I don't want the League coming here with all their S-Class trainers and apprehending you... For vigilantism, you know, there, there's some grey areas there that the League could frown upon, a lot of stuff. There could be a war, Kenny. You don't want to be on the wrong side of that. Heron, you're not you're not selling it, Kenny. I'm not selling it? Okay. I know, look, I'm a battler, not a seller. Back, Kenny, please. I know Heron isn't your friend. We are friends, Kenny. What happened back at the tree, that was amazing what you did. And I feel like we were the special defenders and there's a chance that we could be that again. But on the right side, using your powers for good. Listen, if you do the right thing here, Kenny, and I know you're going to love this because I love it, the League has power. The League has an army. The League, there's a special operation going on at Capricorp. Can't say too much, and I won't. But there's a special operation going on that could give you more firepower than you could possibly imagine, Kenny. And if you pick right, if you choose right, you could be the head of that firepower. And you know what? To sweeten the deal... I'll give you a little bit of information. You see a man with a big hat and a hypno belt, don't trust him. Okay? That's free bit of information just for you. That's a that's on good faith. Okay? He may seem quite fun at first, but that's a lie. Kenny, listen. I get it, you're conflicted. But look. Oh, oh, I'm not conflicted. No, no, but be honest with yourself. What are you doing right now? I mean, you're still hanging out with with Theo. It's kind of cool. But you're still hanging out with Brandy as well. I love that you remembered that. That Heron You're still trait, hanging out with Heron. Brandy, who lost her first ever battle with me when I just had a Porygon? You, are you still hanging out with that? If that's all you've got, be honest with yourself, Kenny. That's nothing. They're nothing. You can't take on Frey with that. I think I'd rather try to take on Frey with them than with the organization who mass-produced extreme balls that could capture human beings. And not only human beings, pokey-powered human beings. You see, unlike you, Heron, I have a conscience and I do not easily forget, okay? And if the League are coming here, then I'm going to warn my allies, allies that I trust, 
and we'll get out of here. Come I know Frey is bad. What she is doing is going to ruin poker-powered people's futures, possibly forever. But the League? Really? I don't want a corrupt League ruling the land any more than I want Frey ruling it. Okay? This League has tried to attack me. This League shunned my people and tried to capture them in tiny little balls. And now they have the audacity to come here and ask me to help. How dare you? Get in that elevator and get out of my sight. And tell the League, stay out of my prison. Try. Come. Exclamation mark. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to be a part of it that time. Aaron looks to Bash, and the white light of the ascending lights from the bridge flashes across Heron's glasses. Bash, I, I just want to be sure that I've heard correctly. Kenneth Mullet, possibly the most wanted poker power in the region now, has just rejected the opportunity to side with the League, rejected the opportunity to reach out to vulnerable poker powers with the League's assistance, and has possibly made fugitives of the people he cares most about. Just want to make that clear. Yep, add it onto the list and pushes them into the lift. King Thrush pushes Hydreigon and Garchomp as well into the lift. And uh, the lift doors slide closed. And Kenny, the last thing you see is Heron and Bash ascending wordlessly above you, their eyes trained on Kenneth Mullet's purpley hair getting smaller and less visible. Didn't realise Kenny would get that angry. That just came out. Ooh. Tell the, tell the League to stay out of my prison. <laughs> okay, Love Kenny. This. Kenny, in a huff, storms back to where he knows Brandy and Theo. So, you heard that. The League are on their way. We either stay and wait for them to apprehend us, or we get the muck out of here. I'm planning on flying back home to come over town. And I'm going to do it right now. You are both more than welcome to come with me. There's plenty of room at my house. Brandy, it's not far from the Surfload town if you want to see your mum or if you want me to drop you off on the way. But I'm done with this prison. I'm going home. I need a change of scenery. I'll come with. Wherever you go, I go. Then let's go to Comover Town. You'll love it in the spring, actually. The blossoms are out and the farm is just growing. Ah. But Kenny, it's snowing. Hannah told us that <laughs> earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, no! Again, something else we can't cut now. <laughs> <laughs> the editor. was the editor 
of this episode after trying so hard to look out for their best interests. Uh, screw you, David and Stu, for those two jokes. This episode would have been a good minute shorter, which I'm going to blame that on the reason why it's a bit of a long one. Um, but those jokes, you know, they were eventually quite funny. I like that as a tagline, actually. Critical ditto. Eventually quite funny. Before I get on to thanking our wonderful patrons, welcome back to the plot, Bash and Heron. Been a long old time since we've seen the Falutin siblings. I know Ollie from the Discord is going to be very happy to see their beloved Heron return to the show. Um, but to read out the list of Bash stands, otherwise known as our patrons. Uh, this list is correct at the time of recording this outro, so if you're brand new when this episode comes out, you may not be on this list, but rest assured, you'll be on a future one, and we are so appreciative and love you just as much as we love all the rest of these people, uh, including some new ones that I've not read out yet. Uh, the person right at the top of this list is Purple Turkey, with no vowels, which is fun to say. Um, underneath them, with lots of vowels, Toffee Apple. Thank you to the pair of you, and also to Revel, another person who I don't think I've thanked. Um, thank you, as always, to the continued patronage of Brandon Wood, Tommy Portillo, Aidan Clark, Mark Smith, Brad Demon Dowker, my cabbages, Dr. Ranny, Jeremby's mum, DGZ, Alex W, Crispy, Huxley Spicer, Beth Shivers, Jam, Heather L. Snell, Megan Taylor, Betsy Lewin Lee, Ryan Teague, Darius Zhukowski, Polkadash55, DW Hollins, as always, Audrey Resendith, Ellie Lieberman, Jeremby, Carrie Morrison, Scott M, Dr. Megaman, PhD, The Doctor, Haikili, Kaikopin Cosplay, Big Fat Nuke, Jonah Jackson, Trigula, aka Aurora, Josh Anderson, Alchimage, Cesar Trevino, The Force Majeure Podcast, Ryan Mitchell, Haunted the Vagabond, Crandon Creations, Eric Eichinger, Minamoy, Ginny Voss, and the Games Master, Alastair Collinson. One day, I'm going to try to do that list in one breath, but today is not that day. You guys are all so great. We love each and every one of you for supporting us. Um, if you want to join this beautiful bunch of people, support the show, be on the show, get bonus content and much, much more, you can go to patreon.com forward slash critical ditto for more information. Alternatively, please leave us a rating and review on wherever you get your podcast because that will really help us too. Thank you as always to Michael Sands, the creator of the tabletop role-playing game Monster of the Week, the game system that we have hacked for our show. Thank you to Glitch X City, Epidemic Sound and Braxton Burks and the Material Collective for the use of music and sound effects on our show. Thank you to Jinichi Masuda and Toshoshi Tajiri for the creation of Pokemon. I'm always grateful for you guys for that. We are not affiliated with Game Freak, Nintendo or the Pokemon Company. We are not-for-profit and fan-made. Thank you to you, listener, for listening. And thanks to Stu, Tom and David for playing with me, being my friends and everything else in between. Follow us on Twitter at Critical Ditto, on Instagram at Critical Ditto Pod, and join our Discord, details of which can be found on our Twitter page. And finally, go and be the very best, like no one ever was. In other words, just be yourself.
we're just like going mad on. Thank God, thank the God NPCs. for Vlad. Oh my God! Did you hear that fart from Stu? Yeah, that was huge. That was... <laughs> That's on. That's that's on, that's recorded. That's real. That's recorded. Wow. <laughs> He's been holding in that emotional wind.